Welcome to the Simpler Business Podcast, where we talk about ways to do what you love and serve your people in a way that brings you income and freedom. I'm your host, Marissa Roberts. Join me as I chat with my favorite entrepreneurs about how they simplify their biz so that you can simplify yours. We're chatting with Naren Chappell today about how standard operating procedures or SOPs can make running your business easier. Naren is the owner of Positively Sorted, where she and her team help small business owners streamline the running of their business, including NDIS admin, website content, and getting started with outsourcing. Welcome, Naren. Thank you. I'm so <laughs> excited to have you here today and chat because you're one of my role models for streamlining and for making things more efficient and less complicated. I love all of your stuff. Yeah, oh, thank you. I, yeah, I, I think I think the same of you. Sometimes you you always come out with every any every conversation we've been in. You've always got the little shortcuts. Yay. Which, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I often learn things from you too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one mind, we're laser focused and make things yeah. easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before we jump in, I know I just mentioned NDIS admin. So can you explain to our listeners what NDIS is just in case they haven't heard about it before? Yeah. So NDIS stands for National Disability Insurance Scheme. And it's a government-funded um, thing <laughs> for uh, people with disability to get um, the support and, and services that they need to help them live a better life. Um, so we actually support the service providers. Um, so, like, there's a lot of admin involved for the actual what they call participants that are receiving the funding um, but there's also a lot of admin involved for the, the service providers like it's hard enough hard enough running a business in the first place without adding that extra layer of um, red tape and, and things that they have to jump through to get their to claim their their funds and things from the NDIS so we have all our processes set up to be able to help with that Oh, that's really good. Yeah, you're right. It's red tape city. So you've got service providers and business owners that want to help people, but then all of a sudden it's really complicated admin-wise just to actually help those people, which adds a whole other layer of stress and extra work, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah and some that. of them are like one one client of ours said to me, I'm I'm a practitioner. I'm like she's she help, helps people with with their, yeah, provides this therapy she, and she's the practitioner first, not a business owner. Like, yeah. So it's this whole other thing for, for some people to yeah. and get I their heads around. Yeah, especially with a small business because we're service providers. We have one kind of wheelhouse, one zone of genius. You know, like my husband, for example, really good at lawn maintenance and gardening and stuff like that, hates admin, hates book work, yes. you know. It's like yes. a grudge task of the job. He just <laughs> wants to go and help people, you know, maintain their lawns without hurting themselves, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. So also standard operating procedures. So we're going to call it SOPs when we talk because it's a little bit less tongue-tie for me to say. Yeah. <laughs> so how would you describe SOPs to people who are listening who are like, well, I run my own business, but you know, I haven't really thought of operating procedures and don't really understand what we mean by that. Yeah, yeah. And I often call them process documents as well. And I've found lots of people 
Poland did lots of different things, um, <laughs> which makes it even yeah a bit a bit more to to make sure you're talking about the right the same thing. <laughs> but <laughs> they yeah it it could be as simple as a checklist, um, and, or yeah sometimes it's step by step exactly what needs to happen when um, by who and why and yeah it just makes makes it easier for somebody else to come along and do that task Um, or it could even just be for yourself Um, if it's something that you do uh, repeatedly but not necessarily super often Mm-hmm. It, you might come back in two weeks' time and go, oh, what was the that little trick that I figured out last time that made it easier? Yes. If you've actually got it written down, you can just go back to it and and it makes yeah, makes it easier. Makes it easier. So it's kind of like a standing up, standard operating procedure is here are the steps to do something so you don't have to worry you've done it wrong or worry you're training somebody the wrong steps. So it's kind of like that? Yeah, it, it's saving time not having to go digging for the information or figuring out how to do it and it also helps with that um, maintaining standards of quality Uh, so you're sort of doing things consistently the same way every time Or, or and if you've got a team it's everybody's doing it the same way so it's consistent I imagine that would make it easy to check on things as well. So it's like easier to do things because people have a clear pathway to follow, but also easier for you to check on, you know, are my team delivering the way that I need them to? Have I forgotten anything that's legal and important? It kind of takes that whole mental load away for those kinds of tasks, right? Yeah. Yeah. And especially when there's, if it's something that's not super straightforward and there might be multiple different things that you've got to check to make sure each bit gets done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it just helps make, sh- make sure you tick in all the boxes and dot in the I's. And <laughs> <laughs> so I guess really that's an ultimate way to simplify your business because it takes a lot of that workload or that repetitive workload or that need to remember things away. And I'm thinking back now to the first couple of jobs I had back when I was a teenager, right? Like I worked in um, a big international sort of toy store and you think, okay, well, you're just selling toys, but really we had systems for everything, the checkout, the returns, even the way we tidied up the store in the afternoon, there was a particular process that we had to follow follow and when we really got down to it it was so that we knew we could tidy that whole space within a certain amount of time and it was going to look the same as every other shop internationally because we all had to you know do the same thing and now that I think of that you know I used to think I was just straightening boxes and now I'm like oh there were so many parts of that and it was following the standard operating procedure I mean you'd see it at cafes you'd see it at shops you'd see it at hairdressers you'd see it with cleaners and often it's almost like it goes under the radar you don't even realize it's there right yeah as a consumer yeah 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 you just reminded me of yeah one of my first jobs too and and it wasn't it was like another big national chain but and and they weren't always documented mm-hmm. SOPs but the, somehow it always got passed down from what like the new person always got taught that this was in retail so the, the price sticker always got stuck on the same on the top right hand corner of the box and 
But yeah. the yeah, the older stock always gets pushed to the front and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. They're all in there, aren't they? So do you think it would be fair to say then that SOPs benefit the business owner and team members and the people that we're actually providing the service with? Because it's not just teams. Like you can run your own business, right, and still have – I remember you said well, you can still have your SOPs because that way you don't have to keep looking for where you found the last thing or revisiting where how you did the last thing. You know, you just have a simple yeah. flow to follow. So, yeah, do you reckon it's it's kind of beneficial to everybody, business owners, team members, customers as well? Definitely, definitely, yeah. So for the, the business owner, because you can bring a new team member on and go, here, this is how we do all of this and give them the information and, and they can take it and, and actually it. Start, start using it. Um, for the actual team member themselves, I've, I've had my team members comment to me how how much easier it is to actually come on board and go and and have that information and and sort of feel comfortable that they they they're doing things how how they need to be done it yeah it makes puts them at ease as well yeah it gives them and then clarity. for the client yeah yeah and then for the clients it's um that knowing that they're going to get that consistent result so I've just this morning I've I've had a, a newer client sort of say, Oh, actually this needs to be done like this and because we're still getting into the swing of how things need to happen for her, it's like, okay, so and so I'm I'm clarifying with her, okay, so this is how we need to do it each time and then in in it in the background with we're updating our little process. See, I call them. I, yeah, <laughs> I call I call them process documents. But yeah, we're we're updating our SOP so that that doesn't have to be a conversation that, that she's having every other week to to remind us to do that. We yeah. we just know now that that's how it has to happen. I think it's yeah. a really good time saver and clarity provider and confidence builder all at the same time, right? Yeah. But I yeah. do think, though, a lot of small business owners or a lot of entrepreneurs kind of feel like, especially if you're a one-person team, we tend to fall into this this trap of thinking where we go, well, you know, I don't really need to do that because I know how things work, right? And I think there can be yeah. kind of a danger in that. But I do know, as somebody who predominantly works by myself, I always think to myself, yeah, I do need standard operating procedures. But then it's going to take so long to create them <laughs> that then I'm going to miss out on doing actual work. So for those of us who are like, hey, it would be great to have them, but it's going to take so much time and unpaid time to create them, how do we make it yeah. worth it? Have you got any advice on that thought pattern? Yeah. So, I, yeah, a couple of different thoughts on that. So initially for just yourself, I would just start with the simple Google Doc and um, just take the like just take basic notes as you go as you as you're going through at one time of the things that you want to make sure you remember for next time mm -hmm. um, like or if you it's something you've done a few times and you're like oh why how did I do that last time that's that's a very like that's how you know that you should be writing that it you down. Need it. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's going to save time for next time. 
That's a good point. So create it as you're doing, like if you've noticed you've done it two or three times already, think, okay, now it needs to be standard and, and create that sort of operating procedure as you're actually doing that job for like the fourth yeah. time. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, cause you're doing it any, like while you're doing it, you're doing it anyway. So it's mm-hmm. just an extra little step to, to write down a couple of details. The other way I do it that these days, and especially with what like, I know that other people are going to be using it, I actually do a screen recording. <gasps> I was going to ask you about it. that because that was my next yeah. question is what about the people who hate writing procedures? Because I'm a yeah. talker, right? And I'm a doer and I'm really bad at writing. So, oh, my God. Okay, so tell me. So you screen yeah. <laughs> record like your computer I, or? Uh, yeah, so I've got an app on my computer that I can just hit record and do it as I would normally do it, but talk talk it through. So oh. as if I've got someone sitting next to me and I'm showing them them what to do. Um, and then that screen recording is I can just give that straight to them and they can watch it. And and some people are more visual learners as well. So yeah. having having that visual and and the audio of explaining it helps it sink in better. Um, and then from the screen recording, you've got it to to give to like either that same person or uh, somebody else can transcribe it and actually create a document from that screen recording oh, with screenshots yeah. and everything. I love that. So, yeah. I love that. And you know what? I'm a big fan of repurposing, right? In the social media world, I'm a big fan of, hey, if you're going to make a video, get the transcript, get the screenshots, make it a blog post. I never thought to do that for standard operating procedures. I never thought to do that. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I have got so many ideas now on what I can do over (laughs) the next 12 months. And the other thing I've just added to it, um, and this is, I I learned about this app from you, was otter.ai. Yep, yeah. I've started, now I'm rec- doing a screen recording and hitting recording otter.ai. So it's recording the screen and recording the, the audio and then you can just download the text and use that as the basis for the actual process document. It's like... It's, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, <laughs> I, my gosh. I love it. I just recorded, I just did one this morning, which is a, an SOP for how we create our SOP. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my gosh. It's like Inception. <laughs> I know. I'm I getting, love that. It's getting a bit crazy. But, yeah, so then because my team is growing, then that those team members can also help create the SOPs. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. You know, I'm like, okay, I don't even want to create my own now. I just want to buy your SOPs on creating SOPs. (laughs) (laughs) I I did, yeah, I did get my, like, the template that I use for the document, I did get that from from someone else. So I can't claim full credit. But But that's such a good point. That's such a good point. There's so many good things already out there, right? And it's you, we don't mm. have to reinvent the wheel. I know that's such a cliched line, but it's true. Yeah. We think, oh, no, we have to, you know, do everything right from the beginning because it's our business, but that's not true. We can take things from other areas where we're learning and kind of tweak them to suit us and our team and our customers and our business model. Yeah. So that's a really good yeah. point. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk in terms of access then. So I was going to ask you, do, do SOPs have to be digital or on paper or, you know, and because I, th- I think, you know, back in the 70s, sure, it would have been all on paper, but digital just yeah, seems like, like the common sense way to go. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you have <laughs> yeah. a flood, you don't have to worry or, you know, something yeah. like that. But yeah. in terms and of storage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, we're, my team's all remote mm-hmm. and all my clients are all remote. But and it, with what's been going on the last few months with with COVID, it, even more people are working remotely now. So yeah. it just makes sense to have it digital and in the cloud. Yeah, the cloud's a game changer, really, isn't it? In terms of being able to store your information and make sure people can access it, and removing the access if your team member leaves. So I know you yep. said Google Doc to start with. Do you reckon that's a that's the good starting place with everybody's Google Docs because it's you know either free or inexpensive for most? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think some people prefer Dropbox. Oh um, yeah, that's probably the other big one that that I've seen people use, but yeah, I'm a Google Google Suite, Google Drive, Google Docs fan. Me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I, it works so well. It's easy to access. It's easy to share yeah. access and revoke it later. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I use Dropbox, but it's not as good. <laughs> yeah. It's, I find especially with um, Google Docs and things, um, but because the other thing with SOPs is they're not – a not a done once and then that's it it's finished it's they're set in stone mm-hmm. they often change so you might find a better way to do things or you might start using a different software or mm-hmm. um yeah like rules might change and and things the sop has to change with that um and so a google doc is kind of always the current version because it lives in the cloud, you're not having to worry about different versions of Word documents and things. It's just if someone makes an edit, it's it's there for everybody to see. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think with G Suite, you can you can file things really well too when you're using, say, you know, the drive as opposed to, you know, docs only. Like you've got your drive, you've got slides, you've got um, Slides is like PowerPoint, right? Yeah. So slides, yeah, yeah. docs, spreadsheets, everything you need is in there. So it doesn't really matter which way you create your SOPs. It's kind of like it's yeah. there's something for everybody really in there. So that's very, yeah. very handy. And this, the search is amazing. So oh, you don't yes. have to remember exactly which folder you put it in. You can just search Yeah. and, and you can usually find it. The other thing I do to help have them nice and accessible and easy to find is I attach or link to the Google Doc in my task manager. So if mm. I'm sort of going, saying, hey, such and such, we need to do this task, mm-hmm. here's, here's the attachment with the SOP with exactly how to do it. And, oh. and they've got all the information they need right there in, that, in the task. That's a good but idea. A, yeah. So yeah, they don't have to worry it. about spending like half an hour finding the SOP for the job that yeah. you want them to Even do that you're paying them per yeah. hour. <laughs> yeah. Even though it is, like we just finished saying, it's nice and easy to find things in Google Drive if it's actually in the task that they're in the, in the task, in their task management software, it's even quicker. Yeah. Wow, that's such a good point. Okay, so let's say I'm brand new to business and, you know, I'm just going to give the example of uh, let's say I'm a cleaner and I do uh, 
cleaning for people, <laughs> like their yeah. offices, for example. Um, where would I start with SOPs? What do you think? If somebody comes to you and they go, okay, I'm completely starting afresh. At the moment, I'm getting inquiries. I'm managing them myself. I'm going out and doing my work and then I'm coming back and, you know, invoicing the client. Where would you start? Is it customer service? Is it getting paid? Is it standard operating procedures like creating? What's the, what's the first priority when it comes to creating a SOP for a new business? For, yeah, for which which part to document first? Yeah, like what if you said, look, you've only got one hour to create an SOP this week, here's what you should start with, what would you mm. recommend? Does it change depending on the type of business? Possibly. I, yeah. <laughs> the first thing that comes into my mind is the, the thing that you have to do regularly that you dislike doing the most yeah, um, that's a really good the, point yeah, the, the thing that makes you cranky the, yeah and for, for a lot of people it is the admin slash invoicing side of things because they yeah. just want to be doing the work and, and helping their clients um but yeah it's the the repetitive thing that you most want to get off your plate I love that. I love that because <laughs> you and I in our, you know, personal lives like to be organized people as well, right? And I remember that's one of the yeah. things that we've always had in common. And for me, I kind of do that with organizing my house as well as I say to people <laughs> when they go, where do I start organizing? I go, start at the place that makes you super cranky every time you walk past it. And you're right. This yeah. is like a business version of that. So I guess if people hate invoicing, for example, if they're really nervous, if they always have late payments and they're really bad at managing the funds that are coming in and they think it's because I'm too scared to send out an invoice then your standing operating standard operating procedure for that would be okay let's nail that so you don't feel emotionally connected whenever you send out an invoice anymore let's just make it a routine here's what you step one step two click here type this send it yep. I think emotionally that would help be supportive in the business as much as making it streamlined and effective as well yeah 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 it's like a confidence booster too yeah and yeah. yeah, the quicker you can get those things off your plate, that yeah. <laughs> do your head in, the so, easier it is. Or like if you, yeah, yeah, the happier you are. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think the happier you are, the more time you spend doing things in your business too, which is only going to contri contribute to the growth long term of your business. Yeah. If things are going smoothly yeah. and you're enjoying them, and I suppose if you're somebody who loves the actual job but is terrible at the customer service at like the front end of it, you could do your, you know, your outreach emails or your responses to inquiries that you get through on your website yeah. or something along those lines, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, it could be, and part of that kind of like I think I mentioned before, like having a checklist, sometimes setting up templates for the emails, like those responses to inquiries, you might yeah. have a template of just your standard response that you can tweak, that, that you can just, yeah, yeah. Tweak, tweak to fit the, the situation and hit send and not, <laughs> yeah. not have to think too much about it. That's another good one. Yeah. I love that we're talking about this today because even now in my brain is like, oh, Marissa, what are the standard operating procedures you could do for your <laughs> podcast interviews? And I'm like, oh, I could create so many of those. That would save so much oh, time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it really yeah. does apply pretty much to anything, you know. I, you know what? I could do it with my kids too for getting ready for school. I could do yeah. it. You could do it in personal life as well. Yes. And actually 
The other thing that I'll mention is if you sometimes you you might have something that you're like, oh no, I can't let anybody else do that. It's something that only I can do. Um, it's too complicated, or it's it needs me. To, yeah, yeah it, I need to be part of it. That don't let that stop you because there's it's you can actually break some of those things down into sections mm-hmm. and maybe you can get somebody else to do part of it and then you just do the check or you just do oh. the next bit. Um, that's how I started with the, the NDIS um, claiming uh, that we do for clients. It's the, I first started, started writing an SOP for that just for myself because it is this complicated there's so many different parts that you need to remember to do I was like oh, I need to get this down because <laughs> I don't want to miss any of the steps yeah and then it got to the point where I'm like okay I need somebody to help do some of this and I'm like oh but but I have to do that bit mm-hmm. but there were other parts to it that I could get somebody else to do so I, I was able to break it into steps and just get the very at the very beginning, I just got someone to help create. So the you know, part of it is a, a creating a, a spreadsheet that you can upload into this portal. And so the first bit was gathering all the information together to put into that spreadsheet. Oh. And so then then I could do the rest of it. But yeah, I love that. Just yeah, for for anybody going oh this this is too big a thing to give to somebody else. Just start with the first little bit that you might be able to get somebody else to help you. That is such that good advice. Sometimes. That's such a good point. Yeah. Totally Take, takes away overwhelm. Yeah. yeah. Little steps at a time. That is so clever. Oh, and I know, I think we've talked about this before. Because you specialise in NDIS admin, you've got a helpful um, freebie that you give other people who are struggling with that, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about so, that. <laughs> we've created, so because we've been doing this for our clients for a couple of years now, we've got these processes pretty well documented. Um, so we've created a bit of a, we're calling it an NDIS cheat sheet for claiming, uh, which is, it's kind of the, the a little bit higher level overview of the whole process, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, especially for for newer service providers, um, sometimes the the helpful information that comes from the actual NDIS isn't always that helpful or easy to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this just gives a bit of an overview of, and especially sometimes with with some of the some of the that process, just getting things done in the right order makes mm-hmm. a huge difference um, to making it all run smoothly. So I love that. Yeah, put together just the main steps and then, um, yeah. And if I suppose... needs help with further from that, we can, do, we can, we can chat, but, yeah, yeah. it's a good, good place to start. Yeah, a really good starting point that takes away the overwhelm and shows them exactly kind of what needs to happen, gets them familiar and comfortable with it. And then if they want to do it themselves, they can spend hours looking into it. But if they want to simplify it, they can just go there and help me. Yeah. <laughs> and go from yeah. there. But that's a good way for people to get to know how things how things work in 
in a business that they're working with too is that kind of that step-by-step is really clear then. So that's really good confidence-wise, I think. When you're talking about trusting people that are helping you with steps that seem complicated, I think that's a really good way to go about it. Yeah. So if people want to grab that, where do they go? Or really, where do people go, say, you know, because there's going to be people who have listened in today who go, yeah, I need standard operating procedures. I need to make this admin a lot easier. I need to find a way to simplify and streamline what I'm doing. So where would they where would they find you? Is your website the place to go? Is social media? Where should they head? Yeah, either way. So positivelysorted.com.au is the website and the link to that, NDIS cheat sheet is on the on the first page there. I think it's pretty hard to miss. <laughs> <laughs> and and then yeah, Facebook's probably the most um, our the, the social media that we use most. But we're also on LinkedIn and um, Instagram, YouTube, all that, all those places. But yeah, all under positively sorted. Positively sorted. Awesome. Excellent. All right. Thank you so much for being here today. I know it's not just me that's found that really helpful. There's a lot of people out there who are feeling overwhelmed and not knowing how to fix that. And standard operating procedures is a really, really good place to begin. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I hope it helped. Yeah, it's been really fun. All right, so everybody, if you want to find more from Nerin, you can go to positivelysorted.com.au. I highly recommend checking out that freebie and that way you can get started on your own simplification. And I know Nerin has a lot of really good blog posts and videos that walk you through simplifying and making things really effective and streamlining. Making the most of your time really is a big thing that I see when I go and look at your stuff. So yeah, if you want to go and have a look at that, then head on over and we will see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Simpler Business Podcast. If you did, please subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you, just the way we like it. If you're ready to simplify and scale your business, you can get started with my free audio class at marissaroberts.com. See you next time.